Hello and welcome to episode 161 of the Startcast, Press Start Australia's weekly video game discussion podcast. I'm your host, Ewan Roxburgh, and I'm joined today by my fellow gamers, Stephen. Hello, hello. Matt. Yo. And Brody. Hello. We're back for a new year. Happy Woo! New Year to all you guys. It's like way Yay. belated because we're already like <laughs> two weeks in, but I haven't spoken to you all in a while, so I can say that. Happy New Year. Um, did you manage to catch up on your gaming backlog over the break, Stephen? Uh, tiny, tiny bit. So, oh, okay. So I had I had spent two weeks in WA to visit family, and I had nice. this grand plan, as we always do. I'm, I've got like a couple of blocks of three hours on a plane where I can't do anything else. And then I'll have all this free time. I'll just bring all my portables and I'll play that RPG that I've been wanting to finish for a long time. Mm. I get on the plane. And it's just like, I play about half an hour of Danganronpa two, which is great, but I just wasn't feeling it on a plane. So I just kind of sat and listened to music for the next few hours. And then I don't know when I was staying anywhere, it's just, eh, I am either, if I'm playing games, I'm ignoring people. So I didn't play very much. So the answer for me is not really. I played half an hour of Danganronpa, and as I got back, I played a bit more Horizon, which is good, but gosh, I've got uh-huh. to finish that before uh, nice. an anticipated game coming out next week. That's pretty good. It's always the same. Like, whenever you plan to go traveling somewhere, you're like, oh, I'll bring my Switch, and I'll, like, knock off a few games or whatever. And just, like, never pans out. I'm a bit like that with books. I take books places thinking I'll read them, and I never do. Oh, God, yes. My Kindle is so full of holiday reads that never happened. Yeah. <laughs> it's a disaster. Did you have any more luck, Brody? Uh, no, unfortunately. I uh, made the mistake of buying a new PC. And uh, I say new, but it was secondhand. <clears throat> but, um... Yeah, so I've just been reinstalling all the old games I usually play, like mm-hmm. Destiny, and just playing them again. So <laughs> uh, the backlog is still bigger than ever and growing. Yeah, that was kind of my summer. I just kind of went back to the games that I've already been playing and enjoying. I think we all know what that is. There's no, uh, no uh, mystery there. Were you a bit the same, Matt? Were you just kind of playing Rocket League or something along? Uh. To to a degree, yes. Um, mm-hmm. I did pick up a couple of extra games. Um, I mean, like, cause I I did the uh, I did the Far Cry New Dawn thing uh, in late November, mm. so I really started playing Far Cry Five because I hadn't actually got into it, which which was pretty good. Um, I got Dragon Ball Fighters for Christmas. Um, I bought Smash Brothers, of course. Uh-huh. Um, and then after after Christmas, I picked up Dead Cells as well. So. Rather than going through my backlog, I'm kind of at that stage where I'm like, you know what, I think it might be time to just keep going on the new stuff and maybe just letting the backlog slip away into, you know, the great unknown. Yeah. Well, that seems like a nice point to... Oh, sorry. Oh, sorry. I did remember one thing that was... It's not really on my backlog, but it's sort of something that I've wanted to play since I was like... 11 or whenever the news about this was happening i don't know if any of you remember a game that was announced about to come out then just got taken off shelves before it actually came out called thrill kill it was like this Mm. extremely violent sort of quite offensive and gross ps1 like arena fighting game from i don't know whenever ps1 was and so I managed to tick that off my my bucket list because um I met up with James who has found ways and means to play it I guess and we yeah just kind of mm. sat around for half an hour playing that realizing it's complete garbage looking at all of the like it had fatalities I guess just like cool let's do all those and then we can say that we've played this game and never touch it again so yeah. so that was fun that's 
a long-term backlog item, I guess you could say. Yeah, I love how you guys have had this kind of like PS1 kick kind of oh. throughout the last year. Oh, we spent like impressed. an entire like couple of days just playing old, lots of old fighting games that I just remember playing demos for on demo discs ages ago. And it's like, oh, mm. you mean there's more than two characters in this game? Amazing. <laughs> Uh, well, we've got heaps to talk about this week. Uh, we're going to be sort of harking back to what we've just been talking about a little bit there, talking about our Game of the Year awards uh, and our most anticipated games of 2019 as well. But first, we've got some sad news to discuss, and that is that EA has apparently cancelled their open-world Star Wars game. Um, to clarify, this is the game that Amy Hennig was previously working on with Visceral Games before that studio was closed. Um, if you remember, it was kind of like it's some of its assets were given over for a retooled game of like a new vision by EA Vancouver. Um, but that project has now been cancelled uh, in a report by Jason Schreier over at Kotaku, who claims to have three sources familiar uh, with the situation. Uh, Matt, what's your initial reaction to this story? I, I feel like uh, at this point, because uh, uh, Disney sold the rights to EA for Star Wars games for something like 10 years or something, didn't they? Yeah. Um, I feel like at this point, um, Disney should kind of be keeping tabs on what they, you know, what they did. I reckon that they should have had something in the, you know, in the claws, uh, whether or not this was actually related or not, but I feel like Disney should have had something in their claws, which basically said, depending on where you are at, you know, the point in development and stuff like that. Because I feel like EA have t- made a total balls up of this. Mm. Um, you know, we got Battlefront 1, which was, it was all right. And then Battlefront 2, which was fun, but it kind of faded into obscurity really quickly due to all the, like, the loot box controversy and everything else. Mm. Um, and I feel like, because you look at all the other properties that previously had Star Wars things. So, like, we had Lego, Lego Star Wars, which now we can't have because of the licensing issue, or I don't think they've allowed the licensing for, you know, Lego Star Wars to actually, you know, continue making games, because we got, the, we got uh, the Force Awakens, but I don't think we got The Last Jedi, did we? Oh, I don't know. Um, That's... Uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. So, like, you know, there is the capability for decent, Le- you know, decent Star Wars games, mm. but I feel like Disney... You know, if they're going to sell their license, they need to keep it in check uh, because, you know, we're into... Yeah, I think I think someone on Twitter mentioned that it was a you know, 10-year license and we've had uh, four years of it or something. So there's six. still six years It was 20, yeah, 2013. No, yeah. it was 2013 the deal started, so we're six years into it. We've only got four okay. years left the other way yeah, around. Yeah, so six, six years and we've had two games mm. um, and both have been, you know like average to above average depending on who you are and what you like um so i feel like disney disney like yeah at the end of the day disney got the money either way either way whatever um but yeah i feel like they should have the ea should have been kept in check um and there should have been a contractual agreement or something that they Mm. produce more games than what they've given um you know considering what we've seen so yeah, I mean, I guess it's kind of a discussion of, like, quality over quantity, but Brody, do you agree that it's kind of been a bit wasted with EA? Yeah, I would have to agree. Like, I, I thought the uh, the Battlefront games were pretty poor. Like, they didn't really do much to, you know, keep me playing them. Mm. They, they were a bit of fun fan service for the moment, but, you know, they were, they were pretty shallow. But I also don't like anything else, like, DICE and all that sort of stuff works on, so... Um, I was just reading this Kotaku thing, and mm-hmm. there's been a, there's been an update to it, and they're saying that they're um, 
uh, the EA were looking at like the roadmap for the next few years, and apparently that uh, they needed something earlier than this game was planned to release for. Okay. So, they opted, so they've opted for smaller scale Star Wars projects. So I, I don't know uh, what that necessarily means, like uh, whether that is pouring more resources into, you know, like Respawn's game that they're apparently working on, or maybe just working on a game for mobile or something. Like I don't know how smaller scale they're talking, but. Apparently that's likely to be like late next year, so it's yeah very few and far between for like Star Wars projects. So you'd have to say it's been a bit of a wasted license so far. Yeah, yeah. I think that's like the most kind of disappointing thing for me is that I love. I, I mean, I, I'm I'm quite a fan of the the Battlefield games. I've I started the Battlefront games. I've been reasonably impressed with those, um, especially the first one. I think the way that they sort of brought the Star Wars worlds into life and. Uh, and kind of let you... I don't know. They were just really kind of really impressive recreations of them. Um, mm. But uh, I was less enthused with the second one, although I kind of enjoyed the, the single-player aspect to it. Um, I'm, and I'm excited for what uh, Respawn are working on as well with uh, Jedi Fallen... Is it jo- Fallen Order? The Fallen Order? Something like that? I'm getting the yeah. title confused. Um, yeah, but uh, I suspect they're all quite... You know, well, obviously Battlefront is, but I suspect time, um, Respawn will be the same. It's quite a first-person kind of shooting-focused game. Uh, and I hoped that's not what this was going to be. Um, I'm really just gutted that like Amy Hennig's kind of game didn't pan out because an Uncharted cross star wars game would have been just like my well, ideal yeah. kind of game um it, it does it does elaborate in this again that uh it was very early in development mm. but uh it, it would have involved playing as a scoundrel or bounty hunter type character who explores various open world planets and works with different factions across the star wars universe yeah. so maybe maybe a touch ambitious for what they could handle like i don't know what they planned for its release and like how long it was going to take but you know that sounds like a pretty big undertaking and a bit of a sap on resources mm. in an industry that is currently like cutting costs everywhere so yeah Stephen, yeah. where do you think they uh they go from here um hopefully to i don't know some more variety like i feel it keeps making me think of the sort of 90s ish era of star wars games like at the moment if you want a star wars game it is a read not arena like a a, a large-scale first-person shooter or a large-scale first-person shooter. That's kind of all yeah. you have at the moment. But I'm thinking back to sort of like the, the special edition re-release times or around to like episode one. You had like you had racing games, real-time strategy, FPS, action platformers, like educational games. You had so many different ways to like have a game set in the Star Wars universe that so many mm. people could find one or more that they you know could really latch onto. But yeah, unless you're really into large-scale shooters, you're kind of out of luck and... For me, that's a kind of game that it lasts... I, I can play it for a little while, and if I've got friends that are on, it's like, yeah, sure, I'll jump in, it's pretty, and I can shoot stormtroopers, and it's cool, but it doesn't really grab me like, I don't know, a, a, a campaign-based uh, shooter like the old Jedi Knight games probably would. Mm. Tell them to bring back uh, Masters of Terrace Kazi. Yes, yeah, that's another one. I mean, yeah, they were of varying quality, let's be honest, but there was variety <laughs> there. <laughs> Perhaps it speaks to, like... Not the lack of quality, but like the lack of variety in like EA's subsidiaries. Maybe, mm. like you know, they they do have a lot of shooter-based subsidiaries at the moment. So, mm. like in the nineties, so. you, you would have found that there were a lot more variety of company working on Star Wars games, yeah. and it wasn't just monopolized to one publisher. So, and I, yeah, it's because I don't think you had just. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'd lo- I'd love to see AA like give 
not, not that they would, but like give like a very small scale project to like you know like a guy like Joseph Ferris who did like a way out or something like that, and get him to like do like a oh. narrative game, like yeah. a fully yeah, original or something. That'd that be amazing. sounds amazing, actually. If that that could actually be a possibility based on this update. Um, Shreya's uh, now reporting that it looks like they're going to offer a smaller scale Star Wars project that can hit a, a release date sooner than what was intended for Project Orca, which is this game uh, that we're discussing. Um, so maybe that's the maybe that's what the plan is to kind of give it to a smaller scale team, well, like an EA well then, sort of size thing. In that case, you heard it here first. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. Maybe like uh, they should have. I guess Disney should have done what Marvel have done with their assets in sort of like kind of going one-on-one sort of relationships with uh, with studios uh, and trying to focus in on a particular kind of quality of game that they were striving for. Um, maybe kind of like handing over the license to a company and trusting it with them wasn't the right way to do it. They maybe should have had a bit more sort of control and a bit more sort of say in what game was eventually published. Um, Obviously, yeah. Marvel. If we've we've got Spider Man on the PS4, which was incredible, and um, I've got high hopes as well for the Avengers game that Crystal Dynamics is supposed to be working on. So, which we haven't seen in a long time, which is starting to get uh, yeah goofy as well. So well, we, we haven't even seen any of it, have we? Like, no, I haven't seen any of no. it. I, in fact, I, I don't even know if it's been confirmed or if it's just been heavily rumored all this time. But no, I think we got like a didn't wasn't there like a brief like trailer. They've, they've confirmed that they're doing it as okay. far as everyone knows, but there's literally been nothing since they confirmed they were yeah. doing yeah. it. Yeah, I so. thought there was like a, t- a, like a title screen trailer or something like that. Yeah. That yeah. just confirmed its existence, but nothing about what it is. Yeah. I just reckon that's like a good way to go about it. Like, sort of keep... Had Disney kind of kept con- more control over it and kind of guided it a bit more, maybe things would have turned out differently. Um, yeah. It's just a bit of a... Just a bit of a frustrating situation, really, as a <laughs> Star Wars fan that wants to play more Star Wars games. It's just going against my interests, you know? But <laughs> hopefully... Uh, if only they would think about you. Yeah, if only they would think about me. Exactly. Uh, I'm sure it would have been a great game. It may be even a Game of the Year contender, but we'll never know what we do know, however. What was our Game of the Year for 2018? Uh, and given that we, we didn't have the opportunity to discuss... Uh, our Game of the Year nominations at the end of last year. I thought we'd better do it now. Uh, so counting down our top 10, as revealed uh, throughout the end of last year, um, 10 was Florence, then we had AC Odyssey, A Way Out, Dead Cells, Pokemon Let's Go, Fortnite, Red Dead Redemption 2, Super Smash Bros. Ultimate, Spider-Man in second place, and our Game of the Year was God of War. Steven, looking at that list, were there any surprises to you? Um, surprises. I I wouldn't have picked Dead Cells to be, like, just purely on the scale of it, not on the quality at all, but, like... How dare you? Look, I'm sure it's a wonderful game, but it's just unusual. Florence should be there? Well... Whoa, hey. Yeah, I, no, no, no. Uh, no, no. I love Florence. <laughs> yes. But if he's talking about scale, yeah. You know, Florence yeah, I is guess like they're a both 20 kind of, minute game. They're yeah. both surprising. Not, not, not undeserving, but surprising, I guess, given the... Uh, caliber implies quality a little bit. Just, yeah, scale, I guess, is the... They're a little out of place <laughs> next to the rest, I'm, but I'm, well deserved. I'm so sorry I came at you there. I just, <laughs> I'm, I just really love Dead Cells. I'm feeling real fragile at the moment, Brody. Just like, cool it, man. I, I, I'm on Dead Cells. <laughs> I, should, I should maybe clarify that um, 
the way that we do our Game of the Year uh, awards at Press Start is basically like everyone that's on the writing team uh, submits a list of 10 and we assign points based on that list and then the game with the highest points kind of makes it to the top of the list and yeah, you 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 know how it goes. Um, <laughs> yeah. Numbers. So uh, we all have vested interests in this <laughs> list, I think it's fair to say. So conversations did get a little heated, um, but uh, all the same. Um, Matt, you've been playing a bit of Dead Cells recently. Uh, are you happy to see it up on the list there? Uh, I, can, I can definitely see why a lot of people voted for it. Yeah. Um, it, is, it is quite an addictive game. I lost like three or four hours to myself the other night uh, playing it. Um, and I think the thing you like, you start playing it, you get into it, and you 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 don't like if you haven't read much about it. Like I read a little bit. Um, I think I read that huge plagiarized review, which was funny. Um, <laughs> but uh, you know, I read read a bit about it, but not heaps. And um, the thing the thing that sort of you know I didn't realize until I started playing was just like you know how far you've got to go until you know you can kind of upgrade your character, and then of course you die and you start again. And mm. you know it's it's a it's a grueling grind. It's a grueling experience. So. Um, you know, I, I, I probably would have voted for it had I played it before the, you know, the game of the year thing and it might've got an even higher thing. Um, Mm. but yeah, uh, having said that, I feel like our list was quite controversial. Um, and you know, like you guys can talk about this in a sec. Um, and it it did kind of raise like not anger, but more of an idea. Cause like there was, you know, Brody did write a, a short paragraph based on why it got in. Uh-huh. Um, but we all, we all, we all know that, we all you know, contributed for, to that. Yeah, Fortnite, Fortnite ended up on our list, It of sure course. did, deservingly. Um, <laughs> and you, like, you, you'll say deservingly, um, which, but it, it raises questions in my mind, not in what constitutes a game of the year in terms of uh-huh. impact and everything, which is why we put it on the list, but more of, like, you know, do you, where do you draw the line between sort of, you know, if you're doing a game of the year, say, 2018 in, like, games that released in 2018 as opposed to games of significant relevance in 2018? And that's, that's what a couple of our commenters, yeah. commenters I well, think... Well, that's, that's why we don't specify. Um, it's but open to interpretation. Up, we yeah, like, we, we didn't end up sort of... I feel like we, we didn't end up completely interp- you know, interpreting in that way i feel like it was more just like it was justified because it was culturally significant but you know we didn't we didn't establish we were doing a full 2018 you know release or games that we liked in 2018 i think uh, i think i think you sort of do need to make special circumstances for games and services Mm. like that um like because i would have argued it wasn't in my top 10 but i could have argued that you know like destiny forsaken like I, I could have put that in my top ten easily, but like Destiny Two came out, um, like the year before. But you know, uh, what yeah. what what is a game as a service game if not just like a main release with a bunch of content just constantly rolling out? So I think you sort of games are changing, mm. like like constantly, and like I think as we see more of these games as service games, I think it's more likely that we'll have instances of games like Fortnite being in there because. Um, like I, I'll be the first to admit that I I wouldn't have had it in my top ten. I sort of I, I see where all the the readers are coming from, or like all the ones that sort of complained about it. We had one in particular who we all know, who was uh you know he still makes uh comments to this day. Um, but yeah, I mean I think there is a place for it because it does have a cultural significance. It's the biggest game on the planet, arguably. Um, 
but yeah. Yeah, I mean, sort of, uh, well, uh, yeah. Uh, if you want to speak to someone that that voted for it, you don't need to look well, any further than your <laughs> humble host here. Like it was, uh, Fortnite that, that's was top what I was of my list. Say, it was yeah. Like Fortnite got to fifth place with three people voting for it. Three people gave it its like their number one spot for the year. Yeah. So it got thirty points straight like that. Like more people, I think more people voted for games that finished below it. But like they had them at lower positions. Yeah. Like it was a very strange. It was, a, it was when I was collating the list. It was very strange, like to see like where some people prioritize certain games. But yeah, yeah. We we maybe was... I don't know. Maybe we need to like have a, a a bigger argument about these things like after we collate the list. But I think yeah, for sure, Fortnite was. Des- I mean, in my mind, it was a 2018 game. Um, like it had a massive amount of content that kind of rolled out for it and it very much kind of made a name for itself in that year. Um, that's acknowledging that it did come out in 2017. Um, so yeah, it's kind of confusing, but I think like 2018 was its year. And, and at least in my, from my point of view, I wouldn't vote for it again. Like if, you know, we get to game of year discussions in 2019, I wouldn't vote for it. I wouldn't kind of consider it part of the equation, regardless how Don't much lie. content they, regardless of how much content they release this year and how much I continue to play it. I think it's kind of like a 2018 game. That's when it kind of hit yeah. the mainstream and ran. Yeah, its I, kind of course. it sort of helps that it didn't hit its stride until. Yeah, yeah, you know, for sure. Yeah. Um, I think I think that's where I also I think that's where I also start drawing the line at the point and what point do they turn around and go okay it's no longer an early access game because it's been out for a year and a half. Um, you know, so, you know, you can't, you can't really call yourself when you're at that, you know, at that quality where you are literally an esports game and you've got such a huge following and everything. I think it's time to stop calling yourself an early access game considering Mm. how big you are. So, um, (laughs) yeah. And at this point, like it's never going to like be finished, right? Like they're never just going to stop. Like they're just going to keep rolling out new content for it. So but it's it's time to stop calling it what it is. Yeah, it's like that, guys. It's it's a released game. It's, it's not a well, loading screen. The save the world aspect of it is definitely still early release. Like there's still that that's still being figured out. I feel, but the battle royale but, component of it is just. Yeah, I was going to say it wasn't now. the wasn't the save the world part the first thing that came out. Yeah, and they've just sort of they've sort of just gone. Nah, we won't worry about that because you know battle royale is yeah do, doing gangbusters. They, so. They're still releasing content for it, but it is it kind of does have an unfinished feel to it. It's still fun though. Yeah, it's still worth if, the thirty bucks that I think they ask for it. Before we move on from sale. game of the year, I'd like to uh, just ask a question uh-huh. because. Uh, because all our unique lists are very different, yeah, and and we have games that possibly wouldn't have made the top ten. Mm. I just want to ask: Do any of you have an honourable mention that you'd like to put forward that people should play? Because I've got a couple that I would have loved to have seen make the top ten. Oh, but, well, you know, what they, were yours? You kick, th- you kick things up. Uh, I would have loved to see Into the Breach make uh-huh. it on there. Mm-hmm. That was a very good strategy game that I liked this year, and uh, I was a big fan of the Banner Saga. But I know, like, not everyone's into that sort of thing, but. Couple of strategy games, a couple of indies. I would like to see a few more indies on there. Yeah, like, personally, but I was I was super stoked to see um, Florence make the list because that game is really special in my mind. It was quite high at my list. Mm. Couple of honorable, yeah. I guess there's a couple of honorable mentions I'll have. Um, one would be Forza Horizon Four, which was a top-notch racing game. Um, yeah. that I thoroughly enjoyed. Uh, it's one of those games that like kept me wanting to come back into it for more. Uh, Guacamole 2, I thought was fantastic as well. If you're into your sort of side-scrolling games and you're looking for something cooperative, I can't recommend that one enough. Um, I think Black Ops 4 kind of 
could have deserved a shout to for these kind of blackout modes and what are some of the zombies as well. Like, I just thought it, that was a it, lot of fun. It rolls a lot into the package. It's pretty good. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Um, mm. What about you, Stephen? You got an honourable mention? I think, I know, I'm looking at the list. I had to dig it up out of my uh, PMs that I sent to Brody, but... <laughs> yeah, I, I did exactly the same. <laughs> most of the ones that I would expect to have been on the list did actually make it, but yeah. I don't know, the one, I guess, that was on my list highest but didn't get on, I can totally understand why, because it's like... It's East 8, uh, Lacrimosa of Dana, and, like, it's... Mm. I really liked that game. Like, for some reason, it it's... I, don't, I enjoy RPGs, but I fall off them very quickly sometimes. But this one uh-huh. just sort of really got me into a gameplay loop that I just kept wanting to play it and play it. And, like, even after I'd finished reviewing it, I just kept going, kept getting, like, to the 100% true ending and all that sort of stuff. And I haven't nice. done that since, like, Persona 4, which is weird. But mm. at the same time, it is not, like a general game of the year like especially the switch version was kind of shoddy performance wise and stuff but yeah that's that's the only honorable mention i guess that i have everything else i liked is basically on the list yeah and yourself matt yeah i i I agree with you with call of duty i mean like Mm. that was um i i had a lot more fun with black ops 4 than i did with black ops 3 because it just i don't know like the shooter element itself just kind of went back to what it was good with yeah. rather than you know including all that wall jumping and all that crap um <laughs> uh far cry 5 uh i want to include that okay. that was like a late a late bloomer for me only because it's the first time i really got into a far cry game and mm. um you know i had a lot of fun with it um and i think that world is is a lot of fun that you know that gameplay style um and spyro reignited trilogy um yeah. i reviewed that and like uh, as opposed to Crash, Crash was Crash was a lot of fun, but Spyro Reignited, like it literally felt like someone had taken the game that I played and just like gave it a new, like brand new paint job. Like it, it played exactly how it did, you know, might like with a few tweaks and stuff, of course. Mm. But like it literally felt like you know the game that I played as a kid, um, you know, brought back to life. So nice. yeah, well we, I yeah. I totally agree with you there. Um, but I was going to ask, are we surprised that... i just looking at this list again, that Red Dead Redemption 2 is in fourth? Like, I think it was that might surprise people that uh, Super Smash Bros. and Ultim- and Spider-Man were ahead of that. Well, I, I personally yeah. didn't vote for Red Dead because right. I didn't play Red Dead, and I didn't play Red Dead because it's not the kind of game that I really wanted to play at the time. Fair so, enough. yeah. Um, yeah, I was a bit surprised, but I can. There's a lot of love for uh, like Nintendo, and like I was, I was actually most surprised that Spider-Man like snuck into second. I was actually really happy with that because mm. I, I like I really really enjoyed Spider-Man a lot. Yeah, I but, feel um, like Spider-Man would have featured on everyone's list, like just sort of like through economies yeah, of scale that way. Like yeah. just kind of. Done it's well. weird though, because like God of War was on a lot of people's lists, uh-huh. but. I think it, it got through sheerly on volume alone because not many people had it as their number one. Right. Okay. Which is which is, which is the unique thing. Yeah. But um, God of War like was it, second. To, I mean, really, I could have made the case for either God of War or Fortnite to be my number one. Yeah. I, like I had Dead Cells at number one personally. Right. And I had and I think I had Spider Man second. Okay. And I think I had got I had God of War like way up the list. But uh, if I had played Smash Brothers before, I again if we did this beforehand because mm. Smash Brothers is the first Smash Brothers game I've played. Yeah. I'm actually I'm I'm actually really enjoying it. Yeah. So, um, 
I probably could have snuck in. It might have squeezed out Florence on my list. There's but. just so many damn good games. Uh, I know, and still so many on the backlog. And so many still to come as well. 2019 doesn't look like it's going to change things at all. Uh, and so I thought quickly we could maybe share the game we're most anticipated for in 2019 uh, that we know of. I imagine there'll be a few more that get sprung on us. Uh, but Stephen, what game are you most excited for in 2019? Oh, so it's so soon. I can't, absolutely cannot <laughs> wait for Resident Evil 2. Like, yeah. I, I'm not the best Resident Evil fan. I haven't played many of the PS1 games, and I'm sure James would point it out that I haven't played them <laughs> if he was here. But like, how are you still friends? Well, I don't know. It's it's a tenuous relationship, but let's not go there. <laughs> <laughs> nah, James is lovely. Um, I don't know. I've just every Resident Evil game I've played, even the kind of crappy ones, I've really, really enjoyed, and mm. Resident Evil Seven blew me away with just how it took the classic Resident Evil sort of formula, but I guess transplanted it into a modern sensibility of how you expect games to be now. And I'm just, if we can get anything near the quality of that, but you know, sort of a story remake of RE2, then I am so incredibly here for this, Yas Queen, etc. <laughs> I really enjoyed what I played at PAX. It was like... The demo they gave us was kind of limited. It kind of like put some big puzzles on you to try and solve in 15 minutes. And ah. having never played it before, I was like, oh God, I feel so out of my depth right now. How do but I move the I chess like, piece? Yeah, I was left like, I just want to play more of this game. And I couldn't believe how incredible it looked. Like, I've mm, never seen Gore done as well as it's done in that game. And the fact Amazing, that it looks yeah. that good and, from what I can gather, maintains 60 FPS like RE7 yeah. did. Like, how? how are Capcom doing this? Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> uh, what about yourself, Matt? Uh, I I don't know. Like, I look at the list and I'm kind of, like, I want to I wanna see Fire Emblem Three Houses. Um, uh-huh. To Three mm-hmm. Houses? Yeah. Um, I feel like that plus the switch you know like because the switch is going to need some big titles to keep it going this year mm. um i feel like you know if they don't sort of pick it up then it might you know drop um and lose people's interests um that and probably uh sekiro shadows yeah. Die twice yeah that would be um, my second one that's probably another one only because like yeah if you know like the or- its origins are uh, sort of entrenched in that you know like tenchu kind of reboot idea but it's not mm. um and so I reckon, yeah, it's going to be interesting um, and I'm totally keen to, you know, check it out. I feel like, you know, there's probably more games in sort of that, that era of Japan that we could really use. Mm-hmm. So Yeah, that's yeah. definitely my list as well. Um, Crash Team Racing Nitro Fueled, of course. What a I'm surprise. I'm really looking forward to. Uh, <laughs> I'm kind of like morbidly curious about Days Gone as well to see how, <laughs> how that pans out. Um, mm. Looking forward to jumping into the division too. Like I've got a bit of a regular squad that's rolling at the moment, um, obviously in Fortnite, uh, and we're kind of keen to jump into that. Like a lot of us played the first game um, and somewhat enjoyed that, so hopefully they kind of like learn from from that and uh, and we can enjoy that one. But those are probably the ones that spring into my mind. What about yourself, Brody? Uh, all right, I'll be quick because I can't decide. Um, <laughs> I I played the I, it wasn't on my radar at all, but uh-huh. I played the Resident Evil Two demo the other day, and it, it's phenomenal. It's, it gives me a real uh, Dead Space vibe, like you know, uh, and like I love wet gore. Mm. Uh, no, nothing <laughs> it's more to be so said. wet. Um, so wet. Uh, I'm really it. looking forward to do, Doom Eternal. Oh yeah, uh, of course. How did I forget? Like uh, that's going to be huge. And from a t- just from a purely tech standpoint, uh-huh. I'm really I'm really looking forward to Gears Five. Yeah, okay. Just because I feel like they're going to like pump that thing out in like native 4K, and it's just going to be like 
real good. It's going to be real sexy. Yeah. I'm all about it. And I think you, you mentioned uh, before we started recording as well um, the uh, Supermassive anthology. What was it called? Yeah. The Dark oh, yeah, Pictures yeah. anthology? Yeah, yeah, the Dark Pictures anthology. Yeah. yeah our first episode. Yeah, real keen for the that. Man, uh, the Man of Medan. Yeah, I'm, I'm really down for that. Um, I can't think of I can't think of what they've done since Until Dawn. I think probably just a bunch of Until Dawn spin-offs. Yeah. But um, I'm really looking forward to them getting back to that, you know, yeah. that brand of horror that they do. I can't believe I forgot to mention again, like, I mentioned it earlier, but Jedi Fallen Order. Keen to check that one out. And also um, yeah. Wolfenstein Youngblood. I forgot that that was out this oh, year. Yeah. That, that yeah. along with Doom Eternal, like, I'm just, just excited for the soundtracks more than anything else RE2 you know Control there's so much coming out it's going to be a good year we've got lots to look forward to including a new season of What the Wiki a reminder the What the Wiki is a Starcast game show with the host reads part of the Wikipedia page for an unknown game and you the contestants must guess the game thanks to our official What the Wiki keeper of the score at Jamie Penning over on Twitter we have a recap of how it ended last season remember we kind of like tie uh, tied the season into the year like we kind of keep it annual um, James played out the final episode because he was <laughs> miles ahead of anyone else uh, <laughs> and it came down between Stephen and myself and Stephen took home the points meaning that the final standings were at two points Shannon four points Matt six points Stephen seven sorry six points Brody seven points Stephen and at a whopping 13 points taking home the trophy was James I need to figure out how to get him some sort of trophy of tell, some description out in Western I'll Australia. I'll tell you what, the, the betting market for, you know, second and third would have been pretty exciting. Yes. Uh, yeah, no, nothing odds? for, uh, nothing for first though. No, you know, yeah. That's, that's well, just a, James, that's just James isn't here today, so you guys have the opportunity to get an early, early lead over him. Uh, oh, yeah. And as <laughs> always, friend of the show, the unofficial, sorry, the official What the Wiki keeper of the score at Jamie Penning over on Twitter has provided the first game for today. Just like you can, just hit me up on Twitter, slide into my DMs to recommend me a game. Uh, we'll read it out on the show. Here's game number one, contestants, if you are ready. Ready. You. The combat is similar to that of its predecessor, with the mechanics such as the wrestling moves and death blows returning. There are four beam katanas, which Travis can freely switch between Steven? the battle. Brody? battle. Oh. I think it was Matt. It was yeah, Matt, I think, yeah, Matt I think I heard Matt first. Is it uh, No More Heroes, Travis Trucks again? It is not. Oh. <laughs> uh, there's That's still a bit I more thought. of the paragraph to go before you can guess again, Matt. Remember, at the end of the paragraph, it opens back up to the contestants. I'll let you know when that happens. Um, there are four beam katanas which Travis can freely switch between in the middle of battle, each with different properties. For example, the peony, I think it is, is a large and heavy sword Steven? with a wide range. Stephen? This is going to seem like a cheap guess, but no more heroes too. E- can you keep going? Oh, um, <laughs> I can't because I can't remember. I feel uh, like we need the subtitle. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll pay I, that. I don't know. it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Uh, Brody. Brody. <laughs> no more heroes too. Uh-huh. Uh, Travis strikes back. It's funny. It just no, that's incorrect. But <laughs> if, you, if you can, if you think about how hard you're trying right now to try and guess the thing of the game, like if you were to find like two words to describe your situation right now, what would those two words be? Desperate, but man. Oh, desperate. Okay. Oh, Steve. Oh, no, Steve. Yeah, go, Steve. Oh, can I? Yeah. Desperate struggle? It is desperate struggle. Yes. <laughs> I, that's going to be a half point. Uh, yeah. I mean, yeah, I'll no, take it. That, okay. Man, 
Thank that uh, was a I don't very, know. I mean, I feel like hat. Matt provided also, the No More Heroes two part. Brody also, the technically, <laughs> was was Stephen allowed to guess again? Then was it at the end of the panel? Well, yeah, he just he just guessed. I, he guessed. We were playing and Jack. Jack. And then, <laughs> <laughs> I oh, I'd give him the point. I, I felt like none of you knew it, so I was like just trying to prompt you. It was open to all. Well done, Stephen. Thank you, thank you. I feel it's like not I game over yet. That. Remember, it is the first person <laughs> to guess two games, so there's still over. I've still got a list of three games here. There's still points up to grabs. Um, I did like a wheeze laugh, and it like peaked, like my thing like clipped. <laughs> <laughs> Have fun listening to that in your car, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> All right, game number two. The game retains the core gameplay of the first two games, featuring a number of different organizations controlling the city of New Providence that players will need to take down by killing their bosses and kingpings. Destroy Brody. Brody. Uh, the crackdown three. It is crackdown three. Well done. Ah, that was super quick. Close. Biggity bam. People know their place names. Well done. Uh, oh, I, I, I just got it from taking down the bosses. Taking down the bosses. Yeah, really? That's, there's yeah. a lot of games in which you take down bosses. Yeah, but none of them are coming out soon. Fair like enough. crackdown is. Fair enough. Maybe you guys are like on something here. Uh, okay, game number three. Matt, stay in the competition. You need to guess this one. Like in the first one. Which I think is like in the first game, <laughs> the game will follow. Actually, this was verbatim how it was written. I've not edited this one. Like in the first one, the game will follow the same type of gameplay, only with new additional characters. The game will also include scenes from the film to indicate the separation between levels and or missions. The game is an upcoming Lego-themed action-adventure video game that's being developed by TT Fusion and TT Games Matt. and published by Matt. Is it? Uh, Lego Movie, the second one. Uh, yes, it is. It's yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's that's the game. It's the Lego is Movie the Two title? game. That that's the title, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, Lego Movie. Lego Movie Two. One. Yeah, Desperate yeah, so Struggle. The, it's a bit confusing because it's the Lego Movie Desperate. Two, the second part, and then the game. Desperate, is just Desperate Man. Desperate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, cool. That's taken to us to, to us to a Ooh. tiebreaker. So whoever guesses this final game is taking home the first point for this new season of What the Wiki. Here we are. The gameplay is similar to the other titles in the series, focusing on fast-paced, quote, stylish action. Brody. Brody. Oh. Devil May Cry 5. It is Devil May Cry 5. Well done. Oh, really? Dang That's it. like on point today. So quick. Love it. Yes. Oh, Stephen must have been on my heels. Was, I, I could hear him right there. I could hear him breathing. <laughs> Although, to be fair, I was probably going to erroneously guess Bayonetta 2, so yeah, yeah okay. you deserve that one. Right. But that, that's already out, isn't it? Well... Yeah, I wasn't quite thinking about the know, Brody, desperate struggle. Yeah, Brody clued into the fact that it's like yeah, coming stylish, coming out soon. Oh, and I don't and, and stylish, stylish action. I love it. Yeah. yeah. Did you like uh, search Wikipedia for like in the last game and just go I was for gonna it? Say. Yeah, there was but a bit what? of a theme. They, they were all like, like, like the, the game before it. Oh, yeah, like yeah, the one no, no, it. that's that's often just how things are written on Wikipedia. That's just the. I liked like the last one. The gameplay involves things like great. Good oh work, yeah, the, Wikipedia the, the, the Like in the first one. Yeah, that's like, legitimately yeah. Okay. how someone's decided to write it on Wikipedia. The game is the same, but follows different characters. Citation this, needed. This is why. Yeah, this is why you don't reference. The game Wikipedia is the same, but not. <laughs> It's trash. But it's also the same. 
but it's not. It's not. That's the it's game. The hey, that's the that game. Is, that's part of the fun of what the wiki. Uh, well done, Stephen. Kicking things off this season. You were the first one. Um, Sorry. Excuse Bro- me. I was the first one with the point, but I don't think wow. I was. Wow. Brody. <laughs> I've, already, oh, wow. I've already screwed it up. <laughs> Jamie, please don't be confused. <laughs> I, uh, I did this. I got it. With that, it turns let's out, bring it into what that, was uh, episode 160. We all got let's points. Let's get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> it's off the tracks. With that, let's bring an end to what was episode 161 of the Startcast. Subscribe to us on Podcast One, iTunes, or any other podcast service of your choice. Follow us at Press.au and visit the site, of course, at Press.com.au. You can join the conversation by using hashtag the Startcast. Let us know which games you're most excited for in 2019. We've been joined today by Stephen. Hey, yeah, I'm Stephen, uh, at Stephen Impson on Twitter and all the things. Um, check, it, check it out on Instagram because I have photos of lots of lovely animals that I hang out with in Perth and a photo nice. of one of the last two blockbusters in the world in Morley in Perth. Oh, it yeah. was very, very sad and that weird to crazy. go in there. <laughs> that would have been so weird. Was it like all the original fixtures and everything or is that like it, all gone into It definitely style? looked exactly like a blockbuster always did, okay. but with Blu-rays in it instead. Yeah. Although all the covers were still sun bleached, like you can't not have that. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We've also been joined today by Brody. Uh, Yes, thank you. Uh, You can follow me on most things at Brody underscore DG. Please get to me on Twitter and let me know what games I should play on my computer. I'm a novice. (laughs) Minesweeper all the way. Uh, Teach him how to clean it. (laughs) Uh, We've also been joined today by Matt. Uh, yeah, you can follow me on Instagram at MatthewVZ, or you can follow me on Twitter at MVZamari, and uh, I just started trying to Twitch stream Ooh. from my PlayStation nice. um, of course, yeah. with, with the same the same username with at MVZamari, um, so if you keep up to date on my Twitter, maybe come watch me suck at games <laughs> and watch the rest of the Press Start crew carry me in Fortnite. Yeah, yeah. I was like, come watch, come watch the others. Like, come spectate with Matt. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jake is uh, amazing. Is carrying us big time in Fortnite at the moment. Uh, and I've been your host, Ewan Roxburgh. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Ewan underscore Roxburgh. Uh, for those of you that know me, you'll know that I'm also a big music lover and I'm going to be counting down my top 10 songs of the year over there. So if you're interested in what those are, you'll find those on Instagram. I know Brody can't wait. He's so excited for I, my I hottest can't wait for number spam. one. <laughs> <laughs> is Fortnite one of them? Uh, Fortnite is not one of them. Although I did think about trying to dig up some of the Fortnite songs to include in like my overall 100, um, but they're <laughs> not going to make it into the top 10. I can tell you that now. Thanks again for tuning in. Until <laughs> next time, happy gaming. See ya. Bye.